What's up, guys? We are here. This is Pat here. And Jeremy here for season three, or season two, episode three. Episode three. Of the Move Achieve Change podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Like always, we just want to start off by saying thank you for listening to our thoughts, ideas, current event, movie review. Uh, Whether you're getting ready for a workout or just getting ready to go to work or starting your day off, just want to say thank you guys for just tuning in and just following in. For sure, for sure. We appreciate you guys always, and uh, we just hope to be a blessing to you guys wherever you guys are at, and mm-hmm. uh, just shine our light and just be uh, just, just shed some love, man. So thank you guys for riding with us. This is uh, Season 2, Episode 3, and uh, like always, y'all, we are live and unscripted, so we're just going to go ahead and dive right into it. So, uh, Mac, what we got first on the list today? Uh, so the very first thing or the theme of today's episode or this week's episode is brotherhood, or you can even say sisterhood, camaraderie, uh, just being a sibling. Um, and before we even go back into that, uh, we've been kind of plugging our 1 million push-up challenge a lot lately. And our very first 1 million push-up challenge, we were able to get some of our close friends. And uh, we were all coll- collegiate athletes. We were siblings uh, playing basketball, football. Um, I think those were the only two sports, I think. Yeah, basketball and football. Yeah. Um, but we just want to make sure you guys, if you haven't already, you don't know anything about that, just go ahead and check that out. We have our YouTube channel, at MacFit Athletics. You'll be able to find that old event from about two, three years ago, our original push-up challenge. You can guys kind of see uh, what our ideas, what our thoughts were, and how we were kind of affected, the goods and the bad of uh, just being and growing up with a, with a relative and how that affected us and, and changed us and made us grow into who we are today. For sure, for sure. I think that was one of my our favorite ones so far. At least mine. I can speak for myself. One of our favorite yeah. ones. Um, having some close friends and uh, their siblings, and just the uh, the power of just sibling, uh, just siblings in general, and you know how you guys are able to feed off each other. And um, honestly, y'all, you guys have been with us so far. I mean, I don't think uh, MacFit would be what it is without just our brotherhood and us being able to the bond that we have and the things that we're able to do um, with you guys in mind. And so. Um, yeah, Ducky said, definitely go and check that out, guys. Uh, it's, 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 it's something powerful, something powerful. So if you don't have a sibling, uh, hopefully you have somebody that you can, you have that camaraderie with and you're able to build and to, uh, you know, just really iron sharpening iron. And that's really uh, the, my main thing I got from it was just iron sharpening iron. And so I hope you guys are able to, to grow from those things. So a very first question that we have is, uh, what does it mean or what is brotherhood or what does it mean to be brothers? I'm going to go ahead and ask you that uh, and I just kind of tackled it. Uh, I really said it, but for me, I think it's it's you have somebody that that's there for you um, in the hard times and the good times, the bad times, but uh, somebody that can help you sharpen. You know, I think um, some of our my best moments with my brother when we were training together. Um, you know, we both were in co- collegiate sports um, and just being able to take the grind together. Um, the <laughs> I think my hard times, man, I remember I had my, my, my knee surgeries and uh, my person I leaned on the most was my brother. And he was able to kind of drag me to the gym those times and help me when I didn't want to do what I was supposed to do. Uh, he was that person for me to make me just keep keep me on the right path. And um, I think that's the strongest thing, iron sharpening iron, but someone there for you in the, the hard times, especially somebody you can lean on to, somebody that's like minded that you can trust and that you can uh, you can lean on to. And so I think that was um, my biggest takeaway, and that's what brotherhood really means to me. And I'm going to go ahead and flip it back on you, Mac. Um, what did brotherhood mean to you? I think uh, a big part of being a brother and being a good brother and being a good family member is just accountability. Um, it's just kind of like my brother said, like, who's that person that kind of steers you back when you're going through? Who's that person that reminds you 
who you are uh, when you're going through when, you're, when you when you don't know who you are or when you're when you're struggling with identity or you're having these traumatic traumatic incidences in life um, accountability and just having a shoulder to lean on that's the biggest uh, definition of brotherhood um, without a doubt I know Macfoot wouldn't be here without brotherhood sure. and one thing too just even kind of go into that I mean one one big reason why we're pretty close is because you we, we traveled a lot growing up. We we're military mm-hmm. brats. We had nothing but each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was somebody that I could always lean on and vice versa, talk to, um, had a good example. And like a really big point that I really want to get across is just who is that person that's getting you back on course when you don't know you're even off course or, you know, you're, you're not thinking right. You're not acting right or things like that. Uh, accountability and just having that person that has your best interest at heart, even when you can't see it. For sure. And you got to even make sure you are in the position where you can be held accountable. Sometimes we get in position or we have so much success that we don't even feel like we're accountable to anybody. We get too grown. We get too big for our own britches. And so making sure that you are in a position to where you are can be held accountable to somebody. I think that's a big thing. And just really making sure you're humble. And I know that's just there's moments where, you know, you think you're doing right and. You know, you have your family, but uh, I know there's moments where Jay's like, hey, P, you know, you need to, you need to straighten up. You, go, you get that look or you get that, that talk and, you know, he's serious and you're like, okay. And it kind of humbles you to a point to where you're like, uh, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to change. And so um, just having that person that can keep you accountable and just really humbling yourself to a position to where you can receive from that person as well. You know, sometimes we get too big for our britches and we, um, it's a dangerous place to be in. I'll just say that. Dangerous place to be in. A big part of uh, just brotherhood, too, is just, like, the fellowship. One thing that my brother touched on is just, like, the sports and being athletic and the fitness was a huge icebreaker, if you will, for us. It was a way that we were able to fellowship and grow and, you know, bond and things like that. And there was a way that we were able to grow and keep each other accountable even in that, even in our sport, mm-hmm. even out of our sport, even with our, you know, our health and wellness. And it's kind of crazy to even now, you know, he's the first person to say hey like you know like how's your workouts like what's going on like are you moving like you, and, and i think that's a big that's a big thing and it's more than that but it's 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 kind of where it starts because that's the commonality that's the you know that's what we have in common for sure and i'll even say this now i think um it started there but the older we get you know we understand that it's just not about physical right it's Definitely. about spiritual and mental as well and so we do have those moments where Hey, P, you okay? Jay, you all right? You need, you know, how are you, you know, with your, your prayer life? You still praying? Mm-hmm. You know, are you reading your word still? You know, how are you doing mentally? You know, we have these, you know, those checks and we balances pretty much to keep ourselves in line. And so um, it, it started with physical for sure when we were younger, but it's definitely evolved and adapted to, you know, what we need today. And it's not just about physical, it is spiritual and mental as well. So having somebody that can keep you accountable in all aspects of life, those three aspects are, are, are major for success and just... Uh, just to move forward in today's life. Any uh, specific moments is going to kind of put you on the spot, P, just growing up. I know you mentioned you know, when you had your knee surgery. Yeah. Any other specific points where kind of brotherhood stood out to you or an example of where it could have broken or where it didn't? Um, anything other than that? Um, I, I say the knee surgery, but people don't. I mean, I've had two knee surgeries, and so they both were uh, yeah. hard. But I remember there was one specific time where um, – I was I was in a rough place, and I was uh, I think I was living I was actually living by myself, and I had my first knee surgery, and I think you had just came to check on me, man. And uh, specifically, I just remembered you know you you get me out of the house. I was in a bad dark spot, and you just kind of you really got me out. You drug me out, and it wasn't even anything. We didn't go to the gym that day. It was just specifically just getting me out of the house, going to a movie, yeah. uh, and just knowing that you know sometimes you get in those moments where I think the, I really feel like the enemy will try to isolate you. 
and make you feel like you're alone or nobody's in your corner. And really, you all we all have those people. You just kind of know how, how and really how to identify them. But I think in that moment, I was, you know, I, my brother, for, you know, you, I always think, you, you know, you are my little brother always. But, right. you know, that moment, it was like, okay, um, he's, he's more than just it's a more little brother. It's, it's somebody I can yeah. lean on to. It's somebody that I can really depend on to get me out of those dark areas. And um, I think specifically it was the first knee surgery I had, man, when right. I was by myself and uh, really going through a dark side. So I think that was on a time specifically where you you came to the rescue, man, got me back on track. You know, like it's not going to be, it's in it. You're going to get better. Right. You're going to be stronger. You know, just get my mind in a better spot and somebody speaking into your life that way. And so um, that was it for me, man. And I'm going to go ahead and flip the tables on you, bro. <laughs> what's what's um, the time for you? So I, there's is, is plenty of times I can think of, man, where brotherhood kind of pokes out to me. I'm the younger brother, so I can I think I have a, a lot of examples. But I remember specifically growing up, you're literally always dragging me out to play football with you, always out in the street playing, <laughs> playing, playing just sports with you. For sure. And these kids are like, you know, they were your age, and yeah. there's a, there's a four and a half five year difference between me and my my brother and I. So you can kind of understand like. There shouldn't have been out there at all, but you're definitely <laughs> pushing me to be out there yeah. and compete with them and, you know, toughen up. This is not that. Yeah. And another and not only that, but just growing up, that was that was all I saw. You have your dad. But, you know, when you have, if you have an older brother, that's like, you know, that's like dad. A one A, if you will, for it sure. kind of shows you like a real life example that's closer to you that what you need to follow. For sure. And as far as football, working out, taking on, I remember, I remember you doing two practices, playing Pop Warner and playing from your middle school when we lived in Abilene. Yeah. Just things like that. Like there's yeah. there's no excuses, Jay. Like sure. <laughs> there's no excuses for you. For uh, sure. it, you don't. You, you're not going to complain. You get out there and you whatever you commit to, you go full fledged. I don't even remember times where you're taking on powerlifting track and baseball is just like yeah what is he thinking but you know that's what i saw but you know it it definitely kind of pushed me and during to the go the path that i went and uh kind of toughened me up too and i remember when it was time for me to play football and things like that and go out for the sports it really wasn't you know there was a little bit of fear there but it was there wasn't that much fear had already have already been around it and it kind of it definitely gave me a a leg up uh, when it came to playing those contact sports and being physical and mental toughness you know what i mean so that's just a few examples of what i can talk about brotherhood growing up that's hope man i'll even uh going back and just kind of on that same subject of brotherhood you know we are big sports heads big sports fanatics and um you think about (coughs) sports every sport yeah you think you kind of just I think it's kind of new. You sometimes you don't even realize, but there's so many siblings that are in sports. Right. Um, basketball, football, you know, all sports, really. There are all kinds of siblings there. Uh, I think one of my, uh, he's a, I guess he's a sports broadcast guy now, but Shannon Sharp always talks oh, about. Shay, Shay. <laughs> always <laughs> oh, talks Shay. about his, uh, his brother and how the influence of his brother on his life. You know, his brother was a receiver. He was a tight end, but he always talked about how seeing his brother do, you know, the things and going before him was able to shape his life and, him competing with his brother and him seeing his brother go, you know, he knew he, that he was going to be in the league. And so I think it's uh, the power of uh, brotherhood, sisterhood is I think it's something that right. really underestimated. You think about uh, even recently, I think about uh, Giannis just winning the winning right. the championship. Right. He's got I don't even mean what most people don't know, but he's got like, I think, four or five different brothers and yeah. they all play ball. But um, it's like three of them in the league. I think Three of them in the league. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. one plays overseas. But um, just the fact that. Uh, when you see their family together, man, it's something special, man. But they are definitely uh, – it's just a powerful thing, man. You can't tell me that they didn't grind together. They didn't see – you definitely. know, they didn't go through some adversity together as siblings. And, uh, you know, that's why they're able to have the success they are today. And so it's something 
There's I, I I remember growing up. I remember seeing like Rondé and Tiki Barber, and oh, even man. the Grunks, yeah, and even Travis Kelsey. I think he has a brother that plays on the line in the NFL. For sure. Like it, it makes things easier for sure. And if you're struggling, like if you play sports now, you're struggling. Like lean on your brother, lean on your sister. Like for sure, um, it makes things a lot easier. You don't have to carry that weight alone. And there could be a lot of pressure, you know, on these kids nowadays. There is a lot of pressure on these kids nowadays. Just kind of figure out who you are and. Who am I as a person? Am I an athlete? Like, you're going through these changes in life. And, you know, having an older brother and, and not utilizing them or having an older sister and not, you know, developing that relationship to lean on and learn from and get advice is foolish. Yeah, and um, there's, there's tons of examples. I know we've even seen it growing up where people aren't as close as they should be and this, this, and that and family issues. And, yeah. man, I, I, there's no time for it, really, in um, – if you don't, if there's one thing I, I know my brother would say this as well, like learn from our relationship. There's so many things that have gone wrong growing up between my brother and I that could have tormented our relationship, that could have ended our relationship. For sure. And, you know, we were able to get over those things. And even now we're business partners. There's not, there's not always sunshine. There's not, it's Definitely not always, not. it's not always, you know, rainbows and butterflies and I peaches. I think too, with thing, in this season, man, we've, we mature every year. Right. We mature. And I think it's, you got to learn how to disagree. You know, we're not always going to be on the same page, you know, not going to always see things eye to eye, but mm -hmm. learning how to, to respectfully disagree in a way, you right. know, and, and, and knowing how to compromise relationships and give and take. I think that's how you're able to keep things just fresh and keep things on a respectable level to where we're able to grow. And I think that's something that we've had to learn. Yes. Uh, like my brother said, it hasn't been always, you know, mm -hmm. sunshine and, 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 and daisies. We've had moments, you know, we're, we're definitely, I'd say we're both alphas in a way. Uh, we definitely have a lot of our dad in us in a yeah. way. And so there's our times where we, you know, we don't see eye to eye, but I think with maturity and with God, of course, and even with uh, some good leadership from our parents, we've been able to know how to just respect each other, respect each other's strengths, and uh, know our roles. I think a part of right. any team, man, you got to know your roles and play your roles and then know when to step up, when people aren't able to step up or perform and, and vice right. versa. And it's knowing, you know, when to to do what you're supposed to do. You know, there's always uh, I think that's just knowing your roles on a certain on your team is able to keep yourself, keep yourself in a successful position as well, too. I think it's really cool. You touched on that. And, you know, you, you, black people don't even own businesses, but, you know, your family legacy is at stake. Like, what does that last name mean to you? For sure. And, like, we've I know we've talked about it in our conversation recently, just Giannis and his brothers and yeah. how intentional and how serious they are yeah. about how they're living their lives and what they're going to be and yeah. how they walk as men. Yeah. You know, it's all about their father's legacy. Oh, for sure. Like, you go to all their Instagram handles. I actually recently saw this, but it talks yeah. about, like, their, their legacy of such and such, like their dad. Like, they don't – they really take – they're really intentional about their legacy and what they mean and everything they do and the work they put in. That's one thing I respect about Giannis. He's just, you know, he's very uh, hardworking. Seems like he's a, a very, I don't know him personally. I'm talking like I know him. I don't yeah. know him personally, but from what you see and what he puts out, he's, uh, he works very hard, really down to earth, but um, they're definitely about family and family legacy. Right. And uh, seeing their brothers and stuff together when they all, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. It really is a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to touch on on this on this before we no, go I think to our we'll next kind of circle back with it when we hit the uh, the movie review? Yeah, for sure. But um, we think we we talked about the the, the one million push up challenge and the, the sibling thing that we had. I believe it was our first year. Um, we're back in that time frame again, guys. Uh, million push up challenge is coming up again, guys. And so I think this year we wanted to make sure we were more putting more emphasis on the kids. Right, kids are back in school now and uh, things are going on. And so it's one thing we want to make sure we're doing. And our whole thing is just to unite the community, guys, one push-up at a time, but making sure that we are just stressing the importance of exercise, especially in a time now that's needed, guys. You know, COVID's going rapid, numbers are going up, 
And, you know, you can disagree or agree about masks or you can disagree and agree about the shot and the vaccine. But one thing that should never be in question is your health. And I think that's our first defense, guys. You look at the numbers of the recovering rates, people that are, you know, not obese, people who are healthy or recovering a lot faster. The numbers are better for them. So, again, guys, always take your health seriously if you're listening. That's one thing that we're always going to preach, you guys. Uh, And if you guys don't know how to get to those numbers or get, you know, get to a place where you can do something, right, just uh, reach out to us. That's what we're here for, guys. It's Mm -hmm. not about... You know, we always say it before, not about benching 300 pounds. It's not about squatting 600 pounds, but it's just about being the healthier and best version of yourself, okay? And so that's one thing Absolutely. that we always wanted to make sure. And that's why we do the Million Push-Up Challenges to promote health and wellness in a time that's that's greatly needed, guys. And speaking of community, um, that's one big thing that we like to do, like what we focus on here at MacFit Athletics. It's a big thing. keeps us humble, keeps us focused on where we need to be. Uh, we were able to participate in a radio interview, um, and yeah. you guys are going to be hearing that very soon. Um, it's going to be released. I know we were, uh, we're talking about community, and one mm-hmm. big thing we're, that we're participating in the community is bridging the gap. And I know my brother can talk about that a little bit better on what that is and a little bit about the interview that we had and, and when that's going to be uh, released and things like that. Yeah, so bridging the gap, well, I've been blessed to be going to a few meetings. Bridging the gap, it, it invites leaders, agencies, businesses, ministries, organizations, churches, and individuals to come together and network. And so their whole ideal is to bring resources and solutions to help fix issues and problems that face our neighborhood and communities by bridging the gap between them and talking about and implementing action to help bring change now rather than later. And so I think it's, a, it's, a, it's just pretty much a platform to where you're able to meet and talk about issues and things that are going on in our city. And then at the same time, you're able to meet people that you probably would never meet before right. to come together and fix these problems and fix these solutions by you know, everybody's got different resources, right? And so we're able to kind of get together and come with a solution to help out with issues in our city. And so through this, Bridging the Gap has a radio talk show. And so uh, we were able we were able to go on the show, talk about you know the business, talk about our journey. But it was such a blessing to be a part of that. And you guys will be able to see uh, those things coming up soon. So we were excited to be a part of that. And just, God's just opening up new doors and just new opportunities and new blessings. And we're always, you know, willing and able to walk through those things. And so we're super excited about that. Yeah, big focus on that and was just the youth. And, you know, we want to touch back on that again with everything that we have coming up. Uh, things resurfacing with the 1 million push-up challenge. The youth is going to be something that you hear us talk about a lot. For sure. Um, Next Up program is something you're going to hear us talk about a lot. We have a big passion for the kids, for the youth, for our community. And what other better way to get involved is to attack the youth, focus on the youth. They're our future and goes into what Dream Week is doing next year or this year. And um, it's just really beautiful to be a part of and see how things are shaping around the community. For sure. And also, too, guys, you will be seeing this soon. Um, The the person who runs the Bridging the Gap is uh, Sal Mendez. Sal Mendez actually has a youth podcast specifically that he does on his own. And so we're going to be guests on that coming up, guys. So just look out for the announcements on that. And look out for the dates coming on that soon. But again, it's just another opportunity to be able to uh, share God's love, share what we're doing, and just be a blessing to uh, those in need, guys. And so um, that's coming up soon. So you guys be looking out for that. And um, I believe. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you want to pull up the the description, but dun, dun, dun. We are <laughs> we're at the portion of the podcast where we do our movie review. Uh, we love movies. We always talk about how we love Marvel, comic books, high action films. And so this week's review is going to be over Fast 9. And when we say 
high action film. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, but just because out of respect for the franchise itself, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna bash the movie too bad. But some of the scenes were literally de ridiculous. Look, man, they, they, <laughs> they defied physics they, itself. I'm just gonna say they, that it was pretty ridiculous. Some of the things that I saw, the timing, and just the chances. I, I, I get it, it's a movie, but. You know, I think we need to limit it to the, at least one or two uh, you know, in the entire movie. They had that, one that, per scene. That, that wouldn't be true to the uh, the Fast and the <laughs> Furious franchise, though. I mean, you think about it. Every movie got uh, pro- 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 progressively uh, more intense with the stunts and stuff. But go ahead and... Uh, go started. Ahead. They started yeah. as drivers, and now they're super agents or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, I'm going to read the, the movie. So it says, Dom Toretto was living the quiet life off the grid with Letty and his son. But they know that danger is always lurks just over the peaceful horizon. This time, the threat forces Dom to confront the sins of his past to save those he loves most. His crew soon comes together to stop a world-shattering plot by the most skilled assassin and high-performing driver they've ever encountered. Dom's forsaken brother. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Y'all, um, I, I, look, I'm, I knew what it was before I got into it, so I'm not going to say it was a bad movie. Uh, I just thought it was some of the scenes were just like... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, it was still a good movie, y'all. It was a lot of, I mean, a lot of cool cars, a lot of action, a lot of um, uh, some good fight scenes or okay fight scenes. But um, I think it's kind of crazy. I'll go ahead and kind of hop in here. But I think like all the movies we've done this season have all had a same, similar theme of just um, the past and how your past catches up with you and how your past can be a way for you to be, I guess not focused, but it can keep you off a of course for your, your present life. And so if right. you're not taking care of the issues of your past, it can, it can cause a problem for you. And I think that was a, it's a theme, not only in the movies that we reviewed for the season, but including this movie as well. Yeah. And um, really powerful. I'm going to go, uh, I'll let you go ahead and kind of go into some more about what you got from the movie. But I think that was kind of a, a crazy theme. All our, all our movies kind of a similar theme to that. So this movie just being about brother, our theme being about brotherhood. And then the main plot is just like a conflict between Dom and his brother that no one really knows about. Um, it's kind of cool just to get a behind the scenes and get the, like, you actually see what happened to Dom. I know in the first two, three movies, he actually mentioned that he had like a bad record and that he actually killed a man. But it turns out he actually killed the guy that killed his father on during a race. Yeah. So the guy said something smart to him. They had a confrontation. He ended up taking a, uh, a wrench and ended up taking this guy's life. And like I said before, they mentioned it in the first two movies. But you actually get to see like what happened, what happened with his brother, a little bit yeah. of Dom's history, his yeah. family history, why he carries that chip on his shoulder, like yeah. why he's a good driver, um, everything like that. So that was kind of refreshing to see. It brings like a big piece to the puzzle so i think that was really good and then i think later on in the movie this is a spoiler alert but uh <laughs> han han's still alive he's back baby so han is back <laughs> i think tokyo Drift was probably one of my favorite movies if not just the very first one yeah it was, entire- it was that was cool because i think it's just in a whole different place and then the whole tokyo right. atmosphere so i think it was cool to even loop that back around and they even had some of the i think the, they the had little, cast, little bow wow yeah. was in there they yeah. had like, like so the, the cast that was on tokyo uh, Sean Yeah They were all on this movie as well So I think that was super cool man um, I'll go in a little bit deeper though I think one thing I got away from the movie And just the dissension between uh, Dom and his brother But it really started off with favoritism mm-hmm. And it kind of started off with the fact that they, you know, Dom was considered the favorite son And really that in itself caused them to have beef With him and his brother And it grew into something completely different But mm-hmm. it started off with favoritism And so um, I want to just commend our parents because I know that 
they have always treated us both fairly and they've always showed us both love and respect. And so from that aspect, uh, I, I believe it's caused us to be able to to coexist as brothers together. Right. Uh, I think even in the Bible, you know, it talks about even Joseph and Joseph with the mini coat of colors and his and his and his dad Israel. But he gave the coat. I mean, he said actually said in the Bible how he loved his he loved he loved Joseph more than all his other brothers. And you think about mm -hmm. what happened to Joseph, how he got thrown in the pit and sold him to slavery. And but, you know, God used those things. But it started off with favoritism. And in this movie, it's favoritism as well. And so I think it's kind of uh, just something interesting, guys, you, you people that are parents out there or even maybe even dealing with favoritism. Uh, don't let that consume you. Uh, and parents, you know, make sure you guys are loving your, your kids the way you're supposed to love them. You know, you can't show any favorites. But um, I think that was really interesting how it started off with that favoritism and it kind of grew into something different. So that's something I got from the movie was uh, the favoritism aspect of it. I think another big theme of the movie is just over overcoming your family issues. And yeah. I know a lot of times you go, think, go through things as family. A lot of times it seems worse because these people that are closest to you can seem... Like the end of the world sometimes, yeah, you know, and sure. a lot of the times things are caused just because of lack of communication. And you can even see it in the movie. Like, yeah, definitely. You know, you could have saved almost, you know, a few hundred thousand people's lives if y'all would have just sat down and talked. But, you know, <laughs> a whole two different movies. man. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... but anyway, you, you can kind of see just how lack of communication causes whole big drawn out, you know, conflict. And I think that one thing, too, you have to realize with family is just like that's it's all you got at the end of the day. So I think if anybody, they think they need the most, you know, love and forgiveness and patience. And just want to like if you if you're struck, life is short, man. You know, you don't want to, you know, regret anything. Even this past year, we've lost family and, and loved mm -hmm. ones. And it kind of it, rather than hitting that reset button and saying, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. Do it now, you know, fix those, fix those relationships, mend those relationships. And a lot of times it just takes someone just opening the door, you know, to have a clear line of communication. And um, I think that's something that saves me and my brother now today is just like we are can call. I can call him. He can call me. We can walk up to each other. And, you know, how are you doing? You hurt me. This yeah. hurt my feelings. This makes me upset. For sure. You know what I mean? And we talk about our purpose and like what we've, what we've been able to build just off of our bond and our brotherhood, you know, a business and impacting our father's legacy and, you know, setting up our family for the future and impacting the community. Everything that we stand for all comes from just a clear line of communication, a healthy relationship between two brothers. So um, if you don't take anything from this, you know, just make sure you mint those relationships, forgive your family, forgive those loved ones and just try to take a step forward to kind of, you know, Step, take a step forward for forgiveness. For sure. I mean, we all need a second chance or third chance or fourth chance. You know, we're not, nobody's perfect. And so making sure you guys are, you know, doing what you can to make sure those relationships are well. I think um, that's one of, the, one of the points in the movie. I think he came back and kind of realized that, you know, his brother wasn't so bad and that he needed uh, to forgive his brother. And I mm -hmm. think that's something that we all can uh, just, you know, we all make mistakes, right? We all have those points where we drop the ball. And so just... Um, Extending that line of grace, uh, it's not always the easiest thing, but, um, you know, you're always on the other side of the fence sometimes, so you never know when you need it yourself. So right. uh, it's something to always to keep in mind, keep in mind. But, um, yeah, I think the whole theme, even with the whole Fast 9, F, or Fast Furious uh, franchise, yeah. franchise, it was always about family, you know, Dom, family, family this and family that. Yeah. But it's it even point, he, I think there was a point in the movie where he even uh, 
questioned the people he had around his brother had around him, and mm-hmm. then in the end, it actually those people were yeah. end up even you know end up coming against him. And so, um, you guys um, who don't necessarily have siblings or brothers or sisters, I know there's somebody you can call family or somebody you have that camaraderie with, or somebody who just you know sharpens your iron, iron you know iron sharpens iron, or somebody that's you can call family. But um, make sure you guys are just. Um, Loving, just be loveful out there. Yeah. And uh, I want to tag on something too, just really quickly. Sure. Just like if you don't have a blood brother, you can even see in the franchise, even the movie, just like the bonds between the people that were there. You know, they weren't blood brothers, but you see the the, the bond between you know um, Paul Walker and, and Dom. You know that they had it was almost like brothers. Even Sean and Han, you know, in Tokyo, it was almost like a brotherhood type of thing. For you sure. know, they learned from each other, they taught each other things, they looked for out sure. for each other, they leaned on each other. And uh, those are some of the big points that you can take from the movie. And, and, and I, one thing I really loved about the, the Fast and Furious franchise, they always end around a family dinner. You know, a family <laughs> lunch. And, like, granted, they've killed a thousand of people, but they're praying and they're eating food together. They're praying at the end. Yeah. yeah they're gonna, that's yeah, one thing I like to true. see. But, that's true. Um, I don't know if you have anything to add, Mac, but I think I'm, all, I think I'm out. <laughs> um, I mean... Nothing. I mean, the same same thing, right? I, that's one thing I love about just sports, guys. If you know, if you have your kids in sports, uh, I think now even to this day, um, you go through something, you you grind together. I have teammates now that I still hit up to this day mm-hmm. that I consider brothers that I played on a football team with, you know, years ago. And so, uh, just going through something with somebody and, and be able to lean on somebody is something that uh, I think is great. And I think uh, sports. There's such a, a great avenue to do those in. So I know this is a time where kids are going back to school and people are getting back on sports teams and things like that. That's something to, uh, if you think about keeping your kids in sports or something of that nature, guys, it is uh, a great tool. It's not just about uh, just the physical aspect. You mm-hmm. are learning uh, life lessons um, on the football field and on the basketball field or whatever field you guys are on. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to add, y'all. But, um, Mac. No, that's it for today's episode. Like I always, just want to thank you guys for listening in to our thoughts, ideas, movie review. Um, we have one more episode left in this season. Dun, dun, dun. So make sure you guys listen out for that. It'll be airing next Monday. Um, but make sure you guys uh, just be blessed. Continue to practice social distancing, wearing a mask. Use hand sanitizer. Be healthy. Be wealthy. Be wise. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you all next time. God bless.